0: What's going on ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, we are back again. The V-Circle podcast is moving, it's moving, it's going, it's growing. And uh, we got a special episode here today, me and my mommy. Yes, I am a mama's boy. I love my mommy so very dearly. And uh, she was able to join me today on the podcast to just talk about music, talk about life, talk about a lot of things um my mom has a very interesting peculiar story don't know if peculiar is the word i should be using but uh i'm using it deal with it so yeah so let's dive into this conversation let's see what we get y'all 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 just on a journey with me today let's just take the journey let's just let's, 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 let's get into it let's go so before we get into the interview with my mama my mommy, I want to talk a little bit about taking things to the next level. I feel like often in times in life we get stagnant, we get complacent. Some people are comfortable with failure. Some people are afraid of success. What are you comfortable with? What are you afraid of? Right? Are you used to being poor? Are you used to being broke? Are you used to being in a dysfunctional relationship? Are you used to being put down? Are you used to fighting? Are you used to being in a state of conflict? If you look at the world, and if you look at social media, if you look at all these things, it has us geared and prone towards negativity. Look at what's happening in the Ukraine. Look at what's going on with COVID. Look look at what, what, what happened last year and the year before that with all the police brutality. And it's still going on to this day. We're prone towards violence, we're prone to 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 be engaged and intrigued by bad things the good things not so much we become desensitized to the things of emotion to the things of love to the things of true relationship true friendship all these things are bound and and placed in a bartering ship or, or instead of placed in where it should be placed in which is free and unconditional And I feel like when it comes down to taking things to the next level, I feel like people don't understand that in order to get to the next level, you have to understand that you have to move on. Moving on isn't easy to do. Change isn't easy to do. The next level, think about what the next level is in your life. Is the next level a new relationship? Is the next level a new job? Sometimes the next level is simply just a new state of mind, a new way to look at life. You may be in the same place. You may be in the same circumstances that you was in last year, but maybe it's not the circumstances. Maybe it's just your mind. Maybe you just have to stand still and know that I'm God. That's a Mary Mary song that I always listen to in my, in my deepest, darkest moments. My moments of tranquility were gained by listening to that song. And when I listen to Stand Still and Know That I'm God, you could take that as a religious, you know, um, however you want to take it. But sometimes you have to stand still and know what is, is. And what isn't, isn't. People. What is, is. What isn't, isn't. Relationships. What is, is. Does this person love you? Does this person care about you? What isn't, isn't. Does this person do they not care about you do they not reciprocate the energy that you give to them these are the things that we have to think about these are the things that we have to be aware of because oftentimes we find ourselves being complacent with things that just is and we're not focusing on what isn't in our life and sometimes the mentality isn't right sometimes our direction of where we're trying to go who we're trying to be what we perceive we are versus who we really are don't align which our lives can never align there's a fantasy there's a reality there's practicality somewhere there in the middle it's very important to keep sight zoned in on learning living loving and gaining the next level and sometimes in order to gain you have to lose sometimes losing ain't a bad thing sometimes when you lose you gain the things that you want the most which is yourself, because that's all you need. Let's get into the interview. Love you, mama. Hey, son. Oh, snap. We got her on the line, ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, my mother. Hey, (laughs) (laughs) Hey, mama.
1: Hey, son, how you
2: doing?
0: I'm doing excellent. Doing excellent. excellent. I'm doing good. I'm doing wonderful, splendid. Um, yeah, you know, got you on the podcast, you know, and I think, um, you know, I went, I went through my whole first episode talking about my journey and kind of, you know, giving, you know, people a brief synopsis of my life and stuff. But now we have the woman herself here to to either corroborate some of these (laughs) stories or to negate some of the things that were said in the podcast so set the record straight you know first of all tell the audience a little bit about yourself where you come from and um and who you are
1: okay well um my name is donna Donna welcome um i was born as donna webb um,
0: born in Oakland, raised in East Oakland and uh that's the story there. You know, come from uh a- Font Town, Funk okay. Town, right? Yeah. Shout, yeah, out, to, shout out to shout out to Phone Town, shout out to Fun uh, yeah. No, you know, I'm
1: not no, I'm not representing that. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, uh that's what I was affiliated with. I found that out when
0: I was in ninth grade. So oh, Okay.
1: Uh, yeah. Okay. So that
2: was a a, a mind
0: blower there. Okay, okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, like, you know, during your upbringing, was was music like a huge part of your life, like, growing up?
1: Yes, it was. Um, When we were at home and we didn't have anything to do, we always had music going on. Um, You guys probably don't remember record players, but uh, that's how we um, listened
2: to a
0: lot of... you talking about the vinyls? um,
1: yeah oh the my ones God. you put on the record, but where you had to actually count like if you like number twenty five, like today you could just hit number twenty five. um back then you had to count twenty five
2: lines.
1: oh my God. so you had to make sure that you know uh, pick the needle up, make sure it wasn't on lift there and uh, play twenty five over and over over again. Um, but yeah, we always had music in the home. um, uh, we always um sang songs. sometimes we created our own songs. Um, my, my father, he was very, very, um, animated, so, um, he would always sing songs and create songs. We was brought up a lot with the Stevie Wonders, mm-hmm. you know, songs, and, um, of course, Michael Jackson. When well, Michael Jackson was, you know, in those 20s, uh, was, you know, when, was he was, up when, he Billy when he was, when he was
0: black, when he was, black, alright. <laughs> the <laughs> yeah, real, the so, real Mike with the nose and everything. The, the Scarecrow oh, Mike Yeah, scare yeah his real
1: Yeah, when the nose Was not as fat But yeah, it was still there You know and, Before the it, Pepsi you know, Before the
0: Pepsi commercial Before the Pepsi <laughs> commercial
1: <laughs> Yeah, the, before the Pepsi commercial Yeah, they yep. kind of Messed everything up But
2: yeah
1: yep. We just we inspired just by some Very good artists You know, a lot of The ones that inspire you To do what you do So, um, yeah We always had music All the time You mm-hmm. know um, We were into the church so we sang in the choir and um, we, we we just was always with music either if we wasn't singing we was dancing mm-hmm. so in the 80s they always had you know the dance competition so at home we'd be dancing against each other me and my little sister would be always uh, competing against each other so um, yeah so the house was always full of music it wasn't a day that went by where we didn't have any music
0: what were like some of your favorite artists during that time <laughs>
1: Like when I was a kid or just in life in general?
0: I would say like probably like during like, you know, middle school, high school, around that time. Oh, man, now I got it really pop. I know uh, Prince. I know Prince. Prince. I know Prince was one of them. Oh, well, yeah, there was Prince. Purple and of course, Rain.
1: Jackson,
0: and purple Rain. L.L. Yep. Couger and then... Um, oh, the licking the lips, dude. Magician. Okay. <laughs> When I'm alone in my room, sometimes I stare at the wall, <laughs> in the back of my mind, I hear my conscience yeah, call. Yeah, yeah. And of course,
1: I can never get away from, you know, the old school with, um, with, um, Stevie Wonder, you know, and, um, uh, even Four Tops, and Temptations, you know, what, what my parents would listen to. I, I, I love that still.
0: Um, mm, Four Tops, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know about the Four Tops. Yeah. The, whisk, the Whispers. <laughs> Yeah, the Whispers, Commodores The Commodores, Peaches and Herb, Oh, uh, yeah,
2: yeah, so,
0: yeah The so Supremes, those... Marvin Gaye mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, all of that stuff A lot of stuff that you
1: probably know Because, you know, I, I used to play a lot of that stuff When you were, you know, little So,
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah, I've always been, you know, into music And, you know, then that's that's what it was And, you know, a lot
0: of go- gospel artists as well Okay, what well, so, some of the gospel was... artists you listen to?
1: Um, well, at that time it was like the Hawkins, all of the Hawkins family, and um, the Winings. Yeah, course. I know the
2: Winings. Um, yeah. yeah, the Winings, mm-hmm. all the Winings. And
1: then there was um, a, a group called Take Six. They were pretty good
0: and okay.
1: uh, <clears throat> commissioned a little bit later on down the line. Now,
0: which, which group was a uh, time to make a change? We are the people. You can do That's it. The Winings. The Winings, okay. The Winings, yeah. So okay. the Winings, you know, they were
2: just
1: you know, like BBCC, the the twins, the brother and sister group, uh, the Winans family, mom and pop, Um, just, you know, anything the Winans was on, Winans, they produced so many, um, so much music that it was like, you know, Winans was always playing, but um, yeah, so I mean, my my list can go on and on and on, Um, of course, um, as time went on, it was Mary Mary, which, um, Mm -hmm. you know, I, I just love and adore and Right. Uh, then of course introduce you to Kirk Franklin at Kirk. that time too, when yep. um, gospel was taking a switch and a turn with the with the music and the messages, and you know it, it just goes on and on and on. When I was younger, I, I, would, I didn't even like I said music. I I, I loved all artists, you know. So um, younger, I would say like the love songs. Okay, you know, like um, with Anita Baker, you know, then Whitney Houston coming out and Mary. Uh-huh. Uh, Mariah Carey. And then, of course, um, like if I was feeling like just about things that's going on in the world or what I could relate to, whatever, there was Lauren Hill,
2: uh-huh. you know,
1: that registered a lot to me. Um, there was Whitney Houston um, that I enjoyed just, you know, admiring her voice take. Uh-huh. Um, so it, it just depended. It, it just depended on, you know, what, what I was feeling and what I was listening to at that time now you know to um, bring things up to part you know majority of the music that i listen to now of course is like a lot of the gospel artists um some christian music um it just depends um you know i like to listen to things that are inspirational upbeat you know and because i am a person that you know uh, is a christian i like to listen to a lot of um messages in in the gospel inspirational world
0: how, how do you feel you know christian music has changed over time like what do you think christian music is today
1: well um let's see christian music gospel music um christian music some of the the beats and stuff they try to you know um where sometimes you don't even know if you listen to Christian music or if you listen to just music. Right. This is just being played today because it doesn't bring that message. Right. Just the same thing with some of the gospel artists today. You know, gospel is supposed to be a message. It's supposed to relate to something that can make you think about Jesus or make you think about, you know, life changes or, you know, inspiring to, to know God or, or some sort of story in some sort of way some of the artists today have have, um they don't even include anything to deal with what the gospel is about Mm -hmm. or what the christian life is about you know and it can bring a lot of confusion so there's a big there's some big big changes um with the messages that are there out today compared to not all of the artists i'm not going to knock all of the artists but for some that's where a lot of the confusion comes in today
0: Right Where do you think That comes from Do you think that comes from Just trying to be more popular Do you think that comes from You know Being commercial Um Where where do you think that That switch Comes from
1: I think the switch Comes from You know Trying to Trying to Appease a crowd By being like them Which -hmm. is nothing wrong With being Like the way of what we're supposed to be But it, it, it confuses the message of what we're about. if you understand what I'm saying it's, it's, um, you know if you're watching certain things on BET, you know you, you know that those particular artists is bringing what they are about. Mm-hmm. But when you are thinking about like you're watching BET and you expecting to hear gospel or a Christian music, you're expecting to be inspired in some sort of way. Right. So when you, when, when different ones have brought it all the way down, where you don't know whether to, you know, just, um, just do what you normally do, you know, or, or forget that it's gospel,
2: right. then
1: that's where you know we're we're missing the message and the component and the impact of what the music is supposed to do.
0: Right. So. Yeah. No, I I definitely agree wholeheartedly with that. I feel like you know when it comes down to you know, gospel music nowadays is just completely watered down. You know, I think it first started with, obviously, Kirk Franklin. I think Kirk Franklin was, like, the one that broke it, like, really mainstream and, like, made it, you know, and then, obviously, you had Mary Mary. I think Mary Mary and and Kirk, they were the guys, they were the people that, like, really pushed it to the top of where it could be. Um, And then after that, You know, because it got so entrenched in like the culture of hip hop music and rap, um, people just kind of took that and that became the new standard. And with hip hop music now being so impactful as it being the most popular genre in the world, everything is basically infused with that characteristic now. You know, it's rare that you find genres that's not tapping into the hip hop Trap thing you know right so um just flipping the, uh flipping flipping it a little bit um so obviously you know, I talked a lot about you know my childhood and you know how I grew up or right, well I didn't talk too in detail about it, but from your standpoint, how do you feel you know like what like how do you feel? Like you raised us, like what, what, what what what's your your perception of you raising us in the household, and and, and like what, what's your perception of kind of, you know, our childhood, like what, the childhood that you created for us, I guess, or, or that we were in. I know it's a long well, question, but yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, I'm not gonna be long-winded because <laughs> um, you know I I listen to um, you know your. You, you, you know what what you feel and, and things that have happened And not excusing any of What you said you're A little explicit but that's alright
0: uh, I'm doing good I haven't cursed the whole time <laughs> Guys I haven't cursed that one time I'm doing amazing doing, cause you knew I was over here Cause I sure didn't <laughs> want to go to
2: Texas
0: But
1: uh One of the things I do know Is that um You know um you know, it was dysfunctional. You know, it wasn't. It wasn't like an A plus. You know, it could've been better. You know, mm-hmm. and I knew it could be better. Um, not to go into any sort of um, psychology thing on myself, but uh-huh. and not excusing anything either. Um, I believe that out of the dysfunction, there still was jewels that came out of it. Mm-hmm. So that meant that this there was something that each one of you pulled out from that to make yourself better right? and um, for you you know since you know we're talking about you you know there's a lot of regrets there you was a very mouthy child (laughs) with a high pitch voice so you know it was very challenging
2: <laughs>
1: but we worked through it.
2: <laughs> right, right.
1: Um, and you know, you are definitely a success story because you took the dysfunction and you made it functional. Mm. You created something out of that with yourself. Mm -hmm. You didn't just You know, you wasn't like a stereotype Like a stereotype I would classify as Well, I I came from dysfunction And this is just the way it is Right. You know, I'm not going to try to change I'm not going to make nothing new I'm just going, you know, this is just the way it is You decided to fight against that Right And, you know, and I'm very proud of you Because when you got your high school diploma You wasn't, I don't think Was you at home when you got your high school
0: diploma? Mm, no
1: no, I mean, mm-hmm. you went and you got your high school diploma, you know, and then you went further and you went and graduated from my understanding with a very um, high degree and a very high GPA,
2: mm-hmm. yep.
1: you know, you, you did it. And then you took yourself, you know, out the country a couple of times, you know, you did it, you know, you, you is really someone that learned a lot from the dysfunction and your story can help a lot of the young, you know, black men is out there. Just a lot of men, period, that has a lot of dysfunction. They can actually work harder and make things better. Mm-hmm. And so, for me, my regret is that I shouldn't, you know, that was just, like, not the ideal thing to do. You know, I'm mad at you. Okay, go get a black bag and put your stuff in there. You know, they just, you know, knowing how Richmond Streets was.
0: Where did you get that from? Where does that, where does that... Mindset. I have no idea. Did your mom you do know, that I, to you? No. Okay. No, she she she
1: didn't she didn't do that. My mother um, was a hardworking woman. She was pretty much gone, but when she was around, I, I took it upon myself to leave.
2: Right, 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 right. <laughs> so,
0: so she didn't have to get your black bag. You was just like, I'm no. out. Like, you ain't got to tell me twice.
1: That's right. I was like, oh, let me get on out of here. You ain't
0: got to tell but, me twice. No. She sure, If she if she put the black bag out, you'd be like, oh, thank you. I, appreciate you putting this out for me i was <laughs> already you, leaving I was... today i was leaving it about 12 o'clock as soon as you got in i was already out the door
1: yeah so you know it's you know that was that was you know when i think about that i think about that as just you know the harshest thing to do knowing richmond california knowing you know especially in central side how bad it was with all the gang activity and stuff shout out to that
0: C- no, I all right, i'm not gonna say shout out <laughs>
2: well,
0: I mean, that's where you—that's basically where you came from, anyway. That's all you knew. Shout out to Central Side Richmond. Shout out to—shout uh, out to my boy Marlon. What it is, Highmate, Smokey, Billy. Uh, yeah, that's—that's—that's that's, that's all. That's all the people I'm gonna give shout out right. to. All right. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. So
2: yeah. So you know,
1: <laughs> even through all of that dysfunction you know, you still, you know, found a way to, you know, Were,
0: were you ever something. concerned about mm-hmm. me possibly dying? Well, with all
1: three of you or just yourself?
0: I, w- I would say, well, all three of us. I mean, yeah, I would say, were you concerned about us dying out there? Like, you know... I would say me specifically because I was the one that was, like, actually out there oh. in the streets doing stuff.
2: Well, um,
1: with everything she was doing, especially when you got that, that first job that I knew wasn't legit because it just didn't sound right. You know, I ain't <laughs> never heard someone, you know, make you sell newspapers and just leave you on the street. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's I knew that wasn't right. But um, I've always, um, and if you know anything about, you know, I've always been prayerful. Uh-huh. And, um, you know, some children make you pray harder,
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know, so, um, of course I was always concerned about you, you know, so I would pray a little bit harder, you know, I would send an extra prayer, mm-hmm. uh, you know, God, just keep him, watch over him, Lord, mm-hmm. you know, um, don't let nothing happen to him, God, you know, the stuff like that, you know, mm-hmm. pray a little bit harder, you know, with you. Um, times when you come in and I knew your mind wasn't right, <laughs> you know, I still was praying, you right. know, I would grab you and I'll be praying over you,
2: mm-hmm. you know,
1: things that you probably don't know why I was holding your face or why I was holding your hand or, you know, why I grabbed you. I'm praying, mm-hmm. you know, I'm praying that God would protect you, you know, praying that, you know, you, you know, stop doing whatever you're doing, you
2: right. know, and, um,
1: look at you now.
0: Look at me now. I'm getting paper. Well, not not yet, but we we getting there. Um So, like, so in terms of, you know, just, you know, kind of, like, looking at things, obviously, you know, there's regret there and so on and so forth, you know. Mm-hmm. But I think at the end of the day, I think what's most important is that, you know, you did try to, you know, instill those core values in us. So no matter how far we strayed, Whatever situations that we were in, we always resorted back to those fundamentals because even as a grown man, you know, as a 30 year old man living my life and going through the things that I've gone through, you know, um, I find myself going back to those very core things that got me through the toughest times of my life, you know, which is, you know, obviously prayer. Um, but also a sense of humor. You know, it's one thing that you've always oh, yeah. had. The one thing you've always had throughout everything, you know, even when you be drunk and doing all whatever, like you, yeah. you've you always had a sense of humor and been able to laugh or find some sort of joke in something. And um, yeah. that sense of humor is something that I that that has helped me greatly, you know, but I say all that to say is that like, yeah, you know, OK, I had to do what I had to do, but I chose to do that. You know, my friend is living in a house where they got to have an AK-47. Like, that's their life. Mm -hmm. You know, I was choosing, you know, and there's a difference between choosing and then being forced to live in something, you know, Mm -hmm. and and not having, not really having a choice. You know, although it was dysfunction and things that we had in the household, we had a choice to react in a positive way or in a negative Mm -hmm. way to what we were going through. You know, at least for me and my story, you know, and, and what I always try to tell my brothers is that, yes, you know, things weren't perfect and stuff, but we had two parents in the household, you know, and, and regardless of whatever the dysfunction was, they loved each other. They love each other. They're still together to this day in spite of everything, you know, and that's that's commendable, um, and especially in the hellish environment that we grew up in. Um, and, you know, and I, I feel like those are the takeaways from just our childhood and just understanding that, yes, we had to sleep on the floor. Yes, you know, we didn't have all the money in the world. Yes, you know, we got we got beat a couple times, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yes, we got kicked out and we shouldn't you know, but we were bad kids too. Like, you know what I'm saying? We there was times we shouldn't have got kicked out. We was up there fighting, we was up there doing all sorts of stuff, you know what I'm saying? So You know, I I won't act like that. I was just like a perfect son, just like you said. I had the high pitched voice. I used to mouth off. I used to talk back. You know, Um, I lied a lot. I was a I was a compulsive liar. I lied a lot about a lot of things. Um, I was sneaky. You know what I'm saying? I tried to get away with a lot of stuff. Um, I stole. I would steal. I would steal money. I would steal. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, and so I wasn't like this perfect kid that you know now granted i had qualities that i feel like could have been nurtured if they were nurtured at an early age i think i would be a lot further along in you know music and stuff cuz i had these abilities from a very young age however it is what it is um and i think all of the things that i had to go through has has given me more than just being a music guy you know and and being able to have substance and being able to toe the line between entertainment and also, uh, you know, having, having substance. So, um, as we conclude, um, you know, our, our little interview, I wanted to just give you the floor to, you know, we have 103 people that, that tune in. Thank you guys again for tuning in. Um, and do you have any words of encouragement to the the? the you know the new generation. Yeah, words of encouragement.
1: No, oh, words of encouragement. Mm-hmm. One is I believe in you. Um, I I always believe in the in the youth because the youth are strong and the youth are inventive, and the the youth is much more intelligent. So it's a lot to believe in, and I believe in the creativity. That the young people will bring, you know. So, whatever, whatever that you feel that you can do, believe in yourself to do it because you can. All of the resources, all the materials, those things are already here. It's just up to you to believe that,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and don't let anybody, nobody, stop you from being the the one to create something new. Right. If you don't, if you don't like what happened from the old. Never lose the foundation, I should say. um, To encourage you, don't lose your foundation. Uh To build on that foundation. Uh Because that foundation, even if it's dysfunctional and heart, or whatever the disappointments or whatever it is, if you learn to build from that, you become stronger. And because of that, you'll be stronger for the another generation and the other generation and the other generation. But I believe in in the young people and I just want the young people to know that, you know. Um, If there's resources, like if you feel in certain ways, like you're depressed and have all these anxieties and have all of these, you know, I call them mind problems and different things that's going on today. There are so many resources out there that can help you. And um, what I've always told my children, even as old as they are, I tell you too to stay prayerful because staying prayerful do help the mind too. All right. And um, don't lose focus on on your goals and do not be persuaded by anything negative to throw you aloof from what you're trying to do. You gotta continue to push, you gotta continue to believe in your dreams because those dreams is what's gonna make our future brighter.
0: Well, I just want to say thank you, Mom, for joining me on this episode of the V-Circle. And um, love you with all of my heart. And uh, yes, guys, I am a mama's boy. So (laughs) go ahead and laugh it up. Yeah, well,
1: thank you um, for inviting me to um, this podcast. I look forward to um, doing more with you. And I know this is going to be extremely successful.
0: Thank you, thank you, mama. Well, I will let you have a good night, good night rest, and I will uh, see you next time.
1: Okay, next time, love you, son.
0: So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen, my mommy, my mama, the woman I came from. There you have it, the woman herself. Thank you again, mama, for joining me on Z-Circle definitely go check her out on YouTube she talks about God she talks about her faith and um, just a very powerful strong woman I definitely know for sure that my strength and my tenacity to continue to stay positive to continue to strive for betterment in my life comes from you mama so in the word of Tupac dear mama I love you and uh, that concludes this episode of the B circle It's your boy Vince B. See you next time. I'm out. Boom. You
2: thought that I was finished was dead and gone. Survivor Survivor You are what you think Self made, yeah. I'm a self made. I'm a self made. i am a self made because i am a self made i am a self made i am a self made, yeah. 'Cause I'm a self made. I'm a self made. I'm a self made, yeah. I'm a self made. I'm a self made. I'm a self made. I'm gonna be yeah. my own man, make my own way. Uh, push it to the limit, till my dying yeah, day. I don't comply with programs, you can't control me.